This episode is brought to you by USAA Insurance. USAA Homeowners Insurance not only helps you cover your home, it also helps you cover your budget, lower your premium in a number of ways, like saving up to 10% when you bundle home and auto insurance, saving up to 15% if you've been claims-free for five years, regardless of your previous insurance provider, and scoring even more deals and discounts on things like home security, moving, and storage with the USAA Perks Program. Tap the banner or visit usaa.com homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restrictions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Welcome to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your host, Andy Holloway. Jason Moore and Mike Wright. Oh, welcome in. Monday, November twenty-eighth. Andy, Mike, and Jason, the Fantasy Footballers Podcast, back with you. Lots to talk about. Big weekend. Almost forgot what we do for a living. It's uh, been yes. so long since the uh, the Megalodon. <clears throat> then we had the recovery phase after the Megalodon, of course. Mm-hmm. Multiple days in the hospital, as we do every year. We we managed to take over Twitter for a little bit. Yeah, and that then, and then Twitter takes they, over. They, they took us they, over. They, yeah. they took it back. <laughs> Good to know. So, Good to know. If you were late with the hat, if you were early with the hashtag, it was tremendous fun and just a lot of people getting real big mad online. If you were there later, sorry, you uh, <laughs> you went into a dark, dark place of Twitter. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> yeah, this all it was born out of Nick Chubb, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, a boy. it's his Thick. fault. Uh, Monday Punday today, we can rewind stud muffins, duds, lots of emotions, lots of reactions. Uh, one of the three of us is getting shamed again this week uh, because, <laughs> guys, I did not oh, have a good weekend. I know, man. I'm so sorry. Um, I pivoted. I asked your permission on uh, Saturday to take Josh Jacobs out of my DFS lineup mm-hmm. due to the late addition to the injury report. And we wisely said... Absolutely. No, I, <laughs> and then no. I lost by what? A point? Two points? Something like that to it, Mike and Jason. And now I'm shamed again. And I would have won by over 100,000 points. The The process was correct because a late addition onto the injury report is historically a very bad thing. But see, the process was correct also when I picked him. Sure. In right. Seattle. No, for sure. And but, you said, quote, ooh, you paid more for less. Yes. And I was wrong. And so were yeah. you. <laughs> I was right. 
and then I was wrong. Oh no, 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 no. You don't get to you don't get to claim the victory. Not a real one. Just a pretend one. <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, yeah, we'll give you moral a victories. Yeah, sure. Real losses, moral victories. <laughs> yeah, no, it was bad. I did everything wrong. If if Foot Clan, if you need someone in your corner today because you made a mistake this weekend. It happens. Let man. me take you through the gauntlet. I lost to Jason. Travis Etienne got hurt. Mm. Uh, that was cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I did figure out I can still make the playoffs. Oh, f- really? Yeah. yeah, he can. Yeah, if I win the next two weeks and Mike loses them both, that's this, how I make the Mike. playoffs. Yeah, this okay. Mike. Uh, yes. Yeah, because we're a game apart now, and uh, I think that's true. Yeah, but you also then need uh, the other person in my division to lose to Josh's dumpster fire of we're not team. talking about other hypotheticals but, but, yeah, no, like, uh, you're mathematically alive also happy to say i pulled zay jones out of my dynasty lineup <laughs> Ooh. for darius slayton he, he, last minute wanted to watch somebody on thanksgiving that's what you get for turning your back on the spot starter would have won against brooks kept my bye week lost that as well lost everything yeah uh, life I, left I believe me you have a t- <laughs> Kids don't love me. Team that you said can't be beat. Yeah, I lost that team to you. I beat it. I scored a billion points. Didn't matter. (laughs) Um, But thank you for pointing that out. Well, I just figured you wanted to go through the whole gauntlet. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure you didn't miss anything. But, um, yeah, we got some puns for you today. I wanted to just find somebody to fire today. I'm sure we can get that done. So, Josh, he was stuck in the fridge. Mm -hmm. Papa Josh. Did he, a poor left, job. he left the cold ones in the back. Oh, man. Unbelievable. you tell me that guy's never worked at a grocery store? I'm sure he has. Oh, yeah. He's lived like 100 lives. That, that guy has definitely worked at a grocery store. All right. Let's react to the weekend uh, as a group as opposed to just myself. Let's do some Monday Punday. Oh, you. would you like me to talk about Boss Jacobs or Chris God Mode? Christian Mid Caffrey. Mm, I don't. Oh. I don't like these ones. Christian McCantfrey. <laughs> oh look, we're back! Yay, Jones. Taysom Nil. Da- ah. Dawson flops. Oh, Jamichael Taste Tasty. Jamichael Tasty's my favorite one. Uh, Trevor Scorrents. The Great Wilson. Well done. G- Greg Doldzilch. <laughs> <laughs> Christian 1.21 gigawatson and Amon Ross St. Crown the king king of the end of these seasons too Amon Ra getting it done uh for we I, w- I wish the Lions had won that game that have made for four four games in a row beat the Bills they probably wish they won too but uh uh Jason and I were having a very good time with Jamichael Hasty Oh yes, and calling oh him, because why? Hasty, no, hasty. no, not because of the injury, because of of our love for Fergalicious, and then we would just say hasty, hasty, and then I was calling him Jamichaelicious, and it was just it was a great time. It was a really good time. I was every time I saw him make a play. Oh just, yeah, I know. I just thought about the fact that would have been Travis Etienne when your player gets hurt, and then the backup just has a massive game. Oh man, that's a kick right in the gooch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kicked a lot. <laughs> I it, it was even worse because, like, ETN was my save my season because Jonathan Taylor's hurt. Yep, player, and it was all for this week against Jason because mm. I knew I needed it, and then he's hurt anyway. Like that, the injuries are the worst. You're inconsolable. 
there's no possible way for you to reason your way because you do everything right and it just doesn't feel good. I mean, it, it's one thing to play the wrong player, but it's another one to play the right player and have them get hurt and then delete you. And then that's lost to history. In two weeks, I just you're just dumb and you lost. That is correct. It's not. It's nothing. You can't caveat it. It's not about like, oh, I caught some bad breaks. When you look back at history, loser or winner, that's all there is. So like you guess saying, which one I am. So like the the losers, we should have a history book where we can all just go in like a Wikipedia and put a paragraph you just, next to every loss. You should be able to buy asterisks on the platform. <laughs> oh, I for like, like that. currency. Like, just remember. How many asterisks would you have had this this week? As many as the platform would sell me. Yeah, let's talk news. News and notes from around the league. Presented by USAA Insurance. I just wish I could have been like Al Borland, who got to play like a fourth grader in our league of record. You'll get, get to do and that. And get a W. Uh Damian Harris exited with a right thigh injury, was seen on crutches following the game. He only had a handful of carries in this game. Ramondre, moving forward, should be strong and mighty. Mm -hmm. Jacoby Myers, injured his shoulder, did not return. No, he did return. Oh, did return. Yes. That's different. It looked like he was going to be out for the game, but he did come back and he caught a few passes. So, I mean, just if, if you're looking at your Jacoby Myers line, be, be grateful you got any points at all. Aaron Rodgers exited Sunday Night Football early against the Packers with an oblique rib injury. It's not good. He was talking about how you know he he couldn't turn his body. He was afraid of a punctured lung situation. So he he must have been hurting, and and I don't know what that means for next week for Rodgers. Yeah, they'll they'll have to see how it goes. But he said that he wants to play so long as they are not mathematically eliminated. But then basically insinuated, if we're out of it, like I don't I don't I don't care. And Jordan Love. He looked really good. Like I, yeah, I know, he, it was very small sample size. You know, he only the played. Spark. Uh, yeah, the backup spark, and he played the very end of the game. But the actual throws, the reads, I was pretty impressed. Aaron Rodgers. So we'll see if he comes back. Darnell Mooney suffered what is feared mm. to be a season-ending ankle injury. Was not putting yeah. any weight on it when he was carried off the field. Allen Robinson didn't play. He's going to have season-ending foot surgery. What? You yeah. didn't know this? I no. Like yeah. this. This. I feel like this came out of nowhere. No, the uh, you know he was questionable, and then McVay said later Sunday, out for the year. So they won't have Cup. Probably won't have Stafford back the rest of the year. Is my thought with the way they're. Why would you put him back there just to get injured? I mean, they have no offensive neck line. They have no receivers. Still no concussion. Did you know that? So yeah, I saw that it was a neck injury so on the on the injury report, which obviously he's dealt with neck right, and right, spine right. and back problems you know from Detroit so that was that's a little bit more serious and I would say yeah give him the, you know he was dealing with the elbow issue now the neck their season is over right, right now I mean they are they are I think they're like the fourth pick I mean they don't have the pick of course not. um but I think they're like the fourth overall pick if the season were to be over today and I don't see them winning many games going forward no no I don't either Elijah Mitchell sprained MCL. He's going to miss time. Just the third game back from injury. This Christian guy. McCaffrey also limited due to what we think is uh, patellar tendinitis based on some investigative reporting with a camera and seeing one of them uh, <laughs> tendinitis bands under his 
left knee. As, as zoomed as we could get. Yeah, that's right. Michael Carter exited with an ankle injury. This one, I mean, uh, the the ETN one, uh, also terrible. But it's like Michael Carter with no James Robinson and Mike White looked like he was in such a good spot. But now it's going to be Mike White and uh, what, Donovan Knight? Knight, yes. Yeah. The White Knight. The White Knight. <laughs> white Knight. Uh, Travis Etienne, the left foot injury. Seems like he might have been able to come back into the game. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, didn't rule. They didn't rule him out. They left him on the sideline to stare into your soul if you had started him and just well, just hope that he would Jermichael put the was getting it done. Yeah, Etienne said we'll be straight by next weekend, but we don't listen to the players here. Right. So we'll watch the, the practice report, and I assume – did um, I say Donovan? I'm sorry, Zonovan Knight. Yeah, it's way cooler. That's a great name. It, it does, is. Doesn't he have a cool That's nickname? That's a superhero name. Isn't his nickname like Bam or something? <laughs> he doesn't need one. I know, I know, but it's like even better. Like, it, look that up, Kyle. He's, uh, I, I think it is. His nickname is Bam. That is correct. That is Bam. Like Zonovan, Bam. Like the the chef who uh, who was the who was the chef? Emerald Lagasse. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> His catchphrase, <laughs> something like that. Uh, the the tweet out of Jacksonville, Travis Etienne was cleared to return to the game. Uh, the team decided to hold him out. They're planning on doing more tests. Hmm. Your check is in the mail. That was today's news and notes brought to you by USAA Insurance. Learn more at usaa.com slash insurance. Studs of the Week, presented by Madewell. That Josh Allen pass... First start of the week, Josh Allen against Detroit. Um, but that pass he made to Savon Diggs to get him into field goal range was unbelievable. They said that, I believe, was like 48-mile-an-hour pass. Wow. When they measured it, which is uh, – oh, oh, at the very, very end? Might have been over yeah, 50. Yeah. I, don't, I don't even remember. It was a rocket. That's a that's unbelievable. And uh, on Thanksgiving, you know, obviously you're, you're busy, you're in and out of some of these games. And I remember thinking, was it, was it the fourth quarter or late third or something when – Diggs was a goose. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving uh, at the in the Wright household, it was rough, man. We got we got bombed with uh, whatever the virus is going around. We had we had to cancel. Like we didn't do any oh, family no. stuff because no your dreams box. came true. Yeah, I, no, I, <laughs> you probably plotted this. Uh, the dreams, except for the part where I felt pretty crappy too. Uh, that part was not great. But so that so I wake up, I'm canceling everything, and then I'm like, okay. Stefan Diggs, my my number one dude, just cheer me up this Thanksgiving morning. And then my face was on the floor, just just fully tilted out of my mind. I mean, he came through. Yeah, he had but, a great game. Oh no, yes, but, but but the ride to get to that point it, was not not fun. When my Thanksgiving was going on, I I watched the first three quarters live, and then I missed a little chunk because you know it's Thanksgiving Day, yeah. and then I had to rewatch that later. And I came back. I was like, wait, how did Stephon Diggs have That's like right. 17 fantasy points? He had a great game. Totally disappeared the first three quarters. Uh, Josh Allen ended up with a good game. It was a bumpy ride for him as well. He had yes. like 20 points immediately, then didn't score for the whole third quarter. Uh, plays New England in the Jets, then Miami. Jalen Hurts, monster rushing game. Uh, 157 on the ground. 103 in the first quarter. Uh, continues to be a backbone of fantasy teams. Justin Herbert. Hey, there he is. This was the game you wanted to see. Keenan Allen back in there. Arizona, very 
benevolent. Yep. And uh, on the other side, Kyler, big game as well. Yeah, it was nice to see Kyler have both Hopkins and Hollywood for the first time ever, and it coincided to a really nice fantasy day. Obviously, the matchup against the Chargers is good, and they're going on a bye week this week, so it's a little disappointing. But you have hope that maybe for the playoff schedule, if you if you know if you're rolling with Kyler now that he's got two kind of alpha wide receivers, that he'd be good. And, and on Herbert's side, you know Mike Williams is great. But we had Keenan, uh, we had uh, um, uh, Austin Eckler on before the season when we were talking about Mike Williams versus Keenan Allen. There was no hesitation. He's like Keenan is that dude, and having Keenan back, I think it's going to be really good for Herbert uh, going forward. He plays the Raiders this next week, so that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, you'd hope so. Trevor Lawrence, best game as a pro, really impressive performance. Uh, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk. Even Marvin Jones getting into the act, three touchdowns. It was nice to see that there might be some future there for him. He's the quarterback 11 on the season? That is that surprising to you guys? Yes. Yeah, it is to me as well. I didn't think he's been that. Play, played looking, every game. Looking back at the game log, it should not be surprising. <laughs> Does wow. He, has he gone on by? Uh, yeah, they yeah. did. They did go on by. Okay. But, I mean, like... He, I mean, the, he's, the had problem some, is, he's had multiple single-digit games. That's where it feels like he shouldn't be. But if, but looking back, you know, over the last, what, six games he's played, he's been top 12 in five of six of them. Wow. Mike White, 315 and three. Dude, Mike White. Highest passer rating amongst all quarterbacks in week 12. <laughs> it's, dude, it. Garrett Wilson, the reborn. Yeah, the facts, well, and, and Garrett Wilson, also, I mean, if, if you didn't see the play where he scored, the where the Chicago, I can't remember the, the safety went down, was grabbing his knee, which turned into a, a massive touchdown for Garrett Wilson. But the fact that I didn't know which side of the chaos I wanted to happen for the New York Jets of, like, the team is so good. These This fan base has suffered forever of with an inept, an inept team. Zach Wilson not getting it done. Do you want Mike White to come in, fall on his face, so it looks better for Zach Wilson, or have Mike White dominate, get a resounding victory, and that's what happened. And I, I guess that's what I was cheering for because yeah, that was right that was time. really really fun to watch him dominate. It sure was. Oh man, his face Elijah on the sideline. Yeah, it was two catches, but he had a huge day. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was nice to see because you have you have the Not hope. for Zach. You have the. You know what, Zach? Is he? Uh, Johnny Menzel. Maybe. Is he going to get a chance to start again? He'll get a chance because he was still young. He was the second overall pick. Whether or not it's for the Jets or a different franchise, I don't know. But he'll he'll start again and and probably prove that he shouldn't. Uh, Lamar Jackson, <laughs> Bumpy Road. The fact Jacksonville made this a game changed the outcome quite a bit for Lamar because – he ended up with a late touchdown pass yep. and a late bomb to Deshaun Jackson. So he ended up 254-1 and one with 89 rushing yards. He finishes the quarterback eight. That's his highest finish since week three. I don't think that this offense is functional enough for you to rely on it in your fantasy playoffs. So th does that mean that it, you bench Lamar Jackson? That's always going to depend on your options. But it's been a, it's been a long, long eight weeks now for this offense where you've had drop passes, you've had a limited amount of weapons. I mean, 
if you take last year's offense and you take Bateman and, you know, Hollywood Brown out of it, that's what you have this year. And, um, you know, it's just not been pretty. I don't no. know what's going on. Lamar's on the injury report every week. I think we need to remember that when it comes to maybe why there's a handful of these times where he throws the ball away when you'd expect him to run. I don't know. It's just yeah. been like if it's Lamar or Herbert, I mean, I'm playing Herbert going forward. If it's Lamar or Tua, yes. I mean, there are a lot of players I play over Lamar. Completely agree with with that. You You can't view Lamar as this – locked and loaded top three type of quarterback every week just because he's been that in the past. This offense does not have the weapons that he needs. That being said, this should have been like he's already quarterback eight as of now, but he should have had such a yeah. better game. Deshaun Jackson shouldn't have fallen down after catching the ball. Like That should have been a 75-yard touchdown pass. Mark Andrews dropped a, a an easy gimme touchdown that also would have uh, won it for you in the in the wheel of shame, Andy. Um, Demarcus Robinson had it was a tougher catch, but a, a catch that a wide receiver makes, which would have been a touchdown. Is so it, I I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying, uh, but it's still it, Lamar Jackson. Is, it's a very very tough situation because he can be incredible, and if his guys would just catch the passes that hit him in the hands. Lamar Jackson would have had a fantastic week. I mean, just to put it into perspective, over the last eight games, total touchdowns for Lamar Jackson. His yeah. season pace is 16. Yes. He's, so he's getting like one a week. You're talking about um, a really irrelevant option. I mean, he's going to play Denver this week. Then he plays Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Then he plays Cleveland in Cleveland. I don't think it's getting better quickly unless you catch an outlier three-touchdown game in there. Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Geno Smith, Geno three twenty eight and two. Uh, credit to the Borgogan, whose bold call of the week said Derek Carr would finally break through with a three touchdown game, which was his first in seven hundred days. Ooh. Now he's been making that call every week for the last <laughs> six hundred and fifty eight days. No, that's pretty, pretty wild. Yeah, but you know who caught one of those touchdowns? Uh, the island. The yeah, island he did. Yes, he did. Uh, can we talk about the running back on that team? Sure. Oh, man. Josh Jacobs is the RB1 on the year. <laughs> 33 for 229 and 2. In fact, he re-aggravated the calf injury mid-game, or actually at the end of the game, and the team did not want him to go back out there for overtime, where he went out there and ran the ball 86 to the house. This was a rookie of the year situation. <laughs> I believe that this got this tightened calf was like a superhuman calf because he was unstoppable. He has looked the part all year, and you've got the Derek Carr stuck throwing to his favorite people only situation with him in the passing game with no Renfro and Waller. It seemed like Josh Jacobs was involved in every stinking play of the game, which, look, he was involved in 39 of them, like mm. where he was handed the ball or he caught a pass in 39 different plays. He had over 300 scrimmage yards. I wonder how many teams haven't had that this season in a game. Like, he he was unstoppable. And he's been so good this whole year. He had, like, uh, you know, an, an illness game where he was um, was bad. But, like, otherwise, pretty much after those first two weeks, he's just been this is, fire. This is the uh, third time in the Super Bowl era 
with 300 scrimmage yards and two touchdowns in a single game. Priest Holmes, Adrian Peterson, now Josh Jacobs. The last one was in 2007. In our scoring Shout format, out to Marvin on that tweet. Yeah, in our scoring format, he was over 50 fantasy points. I mean, those are – it's – if you have him, shame on you if you didn't win. <laughs> shame on the rest of your team. Right, sure. Yeah. And but I, I, uh, credit I, I, to Brooks for never forgetting the love for Josh Jacobs this offseason. I do like that Josh Jacobs was the – he was a late addition with the calf injury, and they're like, we'll give you 33 carries. <laughs> what, that seems like a, a very strange – uh, decision by the Raiders. If your player says they want to go, I guess they said okay. Yeah, James Conner was great. He looked uh, good. Yeah, he had a lot of 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 great tough juicy. runs. 120 rushing yards, uh, scored through the air. Austin Eckler got it done in the end. Only five for 20 on the ground, and yet still a great fantasy day. 11 for 60 and one through the air. He's a wide receiver. Nick Chubb. Big week for Chubb. Won the ball game on the final play in overtime. Mr. Brian Robinson. Yeah. 18 for 105. Caught a pass for a touchdown. Yes. Big week for Brian Robinson. What's tough is that he has been so difficult to project which games he'll be great. Houston was supposed to be great for Brian Robinson. It wasn't. But he was great in this one. Yeah, and, and it really is hard to predict. Like, Antonio Gibson should have had a good game in this one. And, and and he was down to 12 opportunities, just nine carries after seeing double-digit carries the the previous three weeks. It felt to me like a Robinson is cooking situation, hot hand type of thing. Um, although the target was strange in that situation to have it drawn up for him. You know, we were speculating whether Gibson was banged up. I don't know what the situation was. You don't with Antonio Gibson. You don't know for sure, right? Yeah. Like a normal, you never know a normal situation. You're like, ah, oh, he must be banged up. This one could have just been hot hand it, for all we know. It could have been, and uh, Jonathan Williams was getting some carries for the Manders. So a third running back was introduced into the mix, which is, I mean, not great for fantasy purposes. But the so I had messaged our Slack, and I'm like, I, I can't find anything, but it seems like something happened to Antonio Gibson. As there was this shot of him on the sideline earlier in the game. He had the, the giant coat on, and he looked like a sad, sad man. He like, could have missed a blitz pickup and, for all we know. Yeah, I mean, so, it, it could have well, been he, something. He did come in yeah, later came in after later. that, so he he's not injured. This wasn't an injury. I I think Andy's 100% right. I think Brian Robinson had the hot hand, and they just kept, kept rolling with him, and it was a good decision. Jamichael Tasty filled in. Hasty. Filled in. It was mostly um, in the passing game that he filled in and did anything. He was pretty bad on the ground, 12 for 28. Yeah, don't worry about that. Uh, next week is Detroit, so you'd hope that Etienne can get back out there. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, both with big games. Dude. Jones through the air, Dillon on the ground. A.J. Dillon finally finally looked <laughs> like <laughs> we got there. He looked like A.J. Dillon, 8 for 64, had the rushing score. Looked looked like he should have. For the entire season. So I don't know if this is just a, a positive sign of of maybe he found himself or it was just a one-off against the Eagles. Samaje uh, Pirine, big week. Dude. Looked good. He did. There are plays that he you know, where he, he looks the same as Joe Mixon out there yes. sometimes. 
Uh, Kenneth Walker, two touchdowns, just 14 for 26 yeah, on the ground. Don't look at that part. I mean, it's been that way for what, a couple weeks in just, a row? Yeah, two. 10 for 17, 14 for 26. It's very 1.7 and 1.9 against Tampa and Las Vegas. The Rams next week. Tampa makes a little bit more sense. It was very surprising in this game against the Raiders, but you, you don't really care for fantasy when he gets two touchdowns and like that first touchdown run was Which unbelievable incredible. Zeke 16 for 92 and one Mike are you finally going to sit Lazard for Zeke in our league you know it uh Ramondre Stevenson 10 targets for nine uh nine receptions 76 yards yeah real Austin Eckler situation here uh Rashad White ended up with a pretty good game nine for 45 through the air 100 scrimmage yards yeah I still was hoping you'd get that in touchdown from him in this game sure. but a nice week Isaiah Pacheco got into the end zone Ronald Jones on display for <laughs> some reason because <laughs> this this is what Andy Reid has to do yeah so he gets his kicks quick break back with the wideouts this episode is brought to you by better help some things may seem small at the time but when you keep them inside when you keep everything bottled up you leave those emotions to fester, and they can have some serious negative consequences. I know when I was younger, you know, you don't want to always say what's on your mind. You don't want to be seen as ungrateful or insensitive or whatever, but sometimes you bottle those things up too long, and they develop into real problems. Talking things out, working through what's weighing you down, it is more helpful than you realize. And if you want a safe space for that conversation, I recommend therapy. I've had therapy. I've had practical, personal advances through therapy, whether I'm learning positive coping skills, how to set boundaries personally, how to make better habits in my life. There's a lot of benefit, and you can give BetterHelp a try if you've been thinking of starting therapy. It's entirely online. It's convenient and flexible. It's also easy to get started. You just fill out one brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash footballers to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash footballers. This episode is brought to you by USAA Insurance. When you're a homeowner in the military community, peace of mind is priority. And USAA Homeowners Insurance is the award-winning service to give you just that. If you have to file a claim, the process is transparent and easy. You can do it all right in the USAA app. And replacement cost coverage comes standard. That means damaged items are repaired or replaced, even if they cost more today than they did when you bought them, which could put your wallet at ease to tap the banner or visit USAA.com slash homeowners to learn more and get a quote. Restrictions apply. Jason, any thoughts on your uh, hesitancy around Justin Jefferson that we mocked you for? Uh, yeah, he's super good. <laughs> I mean, we we said there's no situation that you ever sit him, and uh, this is why because he's so freaking good. I was I was worried about Kirk Cousins and the left you, tackle situation, but that game that game was yes. Uh, you said bonanza. So, you said so many negative things that you actually had to come back and say, "Of course, I'm playing Justin Jefferson." Right, because I did not want people to assume. Well, those negative things say you should bench him because he's Justin Jefferson. You don't bench him. No, he's he's super good. And uh, started the game with a touchdown. I, I Adam Thielen, 10 targets. Yeah, I mean, Adam Thielen, 10 targets, 9 for 61 and a touchdown. Mac Jones, I, I don't know if we talked about him in the in the studs, but he was unbelievable. 
who saw this game being the one to crush the over on Thanksgiving and be the like I did not see did not this either. as the fantasy offensive outpouring that it was. Garrett Wilson, rookie wide receiver, two touchdowns. He's been great. Heath Cummings put out a tweet. Four games with Zach Wilson. Um, sorry, without Zach Wilson, he's averaging almost 20 fantasy points per game. And seven with Zach Wilson, he's at eight fantasy points per game. Uh, they'll be without Zach Wilson next week. So that'll be a good sign for Garrett so. Wilson. Amon Ross St. Brown, Chris Godwin, Zay Jones. Zay Jones led the NFL Dude, in receiving this week. Zay Jones. Monster. 14 targets, 11 for 145. Uh, Detroit, Tennessee, Dallas coming up. Nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, should have played him. Jay yeah. Jones. Yeah. No, I'm tired of myself. I should. Uh, well, played clearly you didn't have, uh, you didn't have a spot. No, no. Had to play Darius Slayton. Yeah. Zay Jones, the spot start. You can always start at Detroit next week. I, I think Chris Godwin is the one to me. You can't go away from Chris Godwin. Every single <laughs> play feels like it was going to Chris Godwin. Mike Evans can't catch the ball. Can't. I mean, I don't know what's going they on. They missed on a lot of deep plays. Can't say Mike uh, Evans going to get a good target. Yeah, every single – I mean, he had plenty of targets, but they weren't catchable. This will be – this. I mean, it's the same story for these guys that has been that way for the whole career. Mike Evans always has had goosey games, right, where he, he either has the one catch for two yards and a touchdown or he disappears and then he'll have three touchdowns the next week. Well, but, let's have that circle back. But in the meantime, regardless of whether Evans has a good game or not, Chris Godwin is not going to have bad games going forward. No. He might not always get in the end zone, but he's he is just the clear chain mover possession guy that Brady's going to go to, and the targets are short enough where they're very, very reliable. They're not going to hit on 50% of these. They're going to be up at 70% and uh, rocking in all PPR formats. I mean, Mike Evans had nine targets yeah and he caught two of them that's yeah. that's by far the lowest catch percentage of the year he had 11 targets three games ago where he finished with 40 yards I mean his targets yeah. to yards ratio over the last three games he's on pace for 150 targets and 700 total yards this is why I, I kind of push back against the idea that Brady's Brady this year he hasn't been Brady this year all right they're, they're not scoring like they used to score he's still got weapons He's missing on throws I, I'm not used to seeing him miss on. Um, this game was one that they should have had. They yeah, well, sh should have put it away and they lost it. What's funny is um, a lot of the deeper targets to Mike Evans, they looked like replays of the previous miss, and they were all long. Yes. He was overthrowing Mike yes. you, you know, it wasn't like back in the day when Peyton, you know, in his final season just couldn't get the ball downfield. It's like, why are you over throwing Mike Evans over and over and over um like I said Zay Jones 11 for 145 had a two-point conversion uh I play Darius Slayton over him who did get dragged down on the one inch line mm -hmm. on a 40-yard touchdown that would have uh would have been nice if it was a little bit further T Higgins nine Ooh, yeah. targets seven for 114 and one really He's good really large man very difficult to defend Jamar Chase should be back yeah. next week but that yeah, does doesn't that doesn't anything. change how i believe about t higgins christian watson another touchdown Dude, he is too explosive to bench he is so fast yeah. which and the same thing for for lazard of 
having nothing until Jordan Love came in. That the same with the same was for Christian Watson. Like it was so strange because they were having success on the ground. The Packers, I I suppose that's where the yards were coming from. But it's like you, I looked at halftime and there's just it's, it's like guys have one catch, zero, two catches, and Aaron Jones kind of had the most. But then Watson got hit on uh, what is the crossing route, and he is that's that's why you took. That's why they took him in the second round because no one could catch Krista Watson. Extreme athleticism. Yes. It, it's it's hard to start a player when you say how many receptions did he get? Four. How many last week? Four. How many the week yeah. before? Four. But it's also hard to bench player when you say, well, what was his fantasy finish? <laughs> wide receiver two, five, and eight. A top ten wide receiver in back to back to back weeks. His athleticism is outstanding. It's a lot like Beckham's rookie season. A crosser route for Beckham went to the house often. Um, players took angles on him that they thought were normal angles, and then he Tyree killed them mm -hmm. up the sideline. Uh, you can't bench him right now. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins got into the end zone. DeAndre Carter said, hey, I'm Josh Palmer this week, and yeah. went 7 for 73 in a touchdown, and Keenan scored as well. Tight end studs, Dalton well, hold on, Schultz. Hold on, hold on. You gotta, <laughs> we got to at least point out DJ Moore here. DJ Moore put up four for 100 and a touchdown against the Denver Broncos. Why are you shaking your head? Because we don't need to. We you, just ignore DJ Moore. That would be the best thing for fantasy players. Uh, you have to acknowledge when he has the good game. You have to. I don't have to. Well, the nice okay. thing is he's going on by. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I mean, then he gets what relevance Seattle. is there? I mean, I'm proud of him. Good job, DJ. It was the first game with Darnold, and you have false hopes. Yeah, congrats. Dalton Schultz, my awesome great. start of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One fantasy point in the first half, two touchdowns in the second. <clears throat> uh, Travis Kelsey scored again. Hawkinson scored. Njoku with the catch of the year. Oh, my word. That was like. To, win, to save the game. I mean, it was a fourth down, right? I mean, yeah. it was a fourth down game saving one handed touchdown it was like the <clears throat> the catch that we just gave mad dap for Cole Komet the week prior except this one was in the end zone for a much more important moment in the game but that was great and what was really important is if you look at the routes run last week when David Njoku came back mm -hmm. he was still far behind Harrison Bryant uh this week completely flipped he's back to his normal role so you can have David Njoku starting with full confidence with the sole exception now of there is a quarterback change. Yeah, I was and, you, say, that's and you a might big... say, like, oh, well, that, it should be an upgrade over Jacoby Brissett. I could easily see Voldemort coming out here and having some stinkers. He has not played real football in, what, like two years? I, I don't know how long it's been, but that's what it feels like. Yeah, and, I mean, I, I'm, all, I'm here for it. <laughs> and how long was the Dark Wizard banished? He was, he was banished for – he missed a full season, not – uh, suspended, and then he was suspended for, um, what, 10, 11 games, yeah. whatever, however many games it is now, um, and now the Dark Wizard is, he's back, just like the book said. <laughs> Foster Moreau just made Mike look good <laughs> at the last moment of the oh, last yeah, snap of the game. Hey, Had some nasty drops in this one, three for 33 and a touchdown. The the king of 40 yards, right, I mean, 33. He's right in line with, uh, with with what he normally does. But, yeah, he got the touchdown and uh, saved saved the game for the Raiders, saved the, the DFS matchup for me. 
All right, that was Studs of the Week presented by our friends at Madewell. Don't wait to upgrade your denim game. Seriously, upgrade. Go to madewell.com today and get $20 off your next pair of jeans. Use the code FOOTBALLERS20. Pooped in his big boy pants. Well. Oh, man. Oh, man. What do you do? There's some poopy, poopy, poopy pants. What do you do? If you are the Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson against Carolina. You look for a quarterback in the offseason. Where? I, any, anywhere. I mean, I'm, they don't, they don't I have mean, picks. Uh, and it, they have all the money locked up into them. They have no there's choice. There's nothing I, they can do. There's I am nothing talking, they can do. I am talking about a bringing in a backup, a backup level. You know, people bring in a Nick Foles or the Andy Dalton type. There will be someone out there. And I promise you that person is better than Russell Wilson. That whoever it is, uh, 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 Col- uh Colt McCoy, you know, I don't know but if he's a free agent, but like in anyone, any competent backup quarterback in the NFL, which not all backups are competent, but any competent backup would be better than what you're getting from Russell Wilson. He's just outrageously bad. Yeah, but that would be like. That would be like taking Aaron Rodgers and benching him for the next three years while you paid him $100 million, and then you play Jordan Love over him. I've never seen it. Nobody's ever done that. Nobody has ever. That would be it's playing. Gonna take some that courage. would be paying. Jaco- played Jacoby Brissett over Voldemort for the next four years. Nobody has ever sat a $100 million man for Colt McCoy. Yeah, but yeah, they need to. It's, it's <laughs> the contract. Because there's, there's some guys looking at the list of free agent guys. You could go after the plant man, Tom Brady. Uh, but like Jimmy Garoppolo, what's happening with him and the Forty ers They're but stuck with Russ. I know. Like, I'm, like the names who are viable, they can't afford to pay them. Watching the game and just really focusing. I mean, I couldn't believe there. There's guys wide open. I'm like Russ. Why aren't you throwing? Why aren't, he's holding the ball? Holding the ball, runs backwards, takes a sack, and it's like they're the guys are wide open. What is happening? This will 100% fall at the feet of Nathaniel Hackett. They'll replace him this offseason. There will be new hope born into the Denver market. I mean, this was a top six MVP odds quarterback before the year. Dude. Like, And I- they will. the hope will be found in, I mean, the same way that you talk about Cliff, who, by the way, hashtag fire Cliff. Yes. <laughs> Bring in Sean Payton. Give him the keys to the castle. Whatever let draft him, pick you got to give up for Sean. Let Payton. him do what and make him the GM. Let him do whatever he wants to the organization. The world is your oyster, Sean. You may look like a weird little man on these morning shows, but you can coach a football game. Where's his neck? I see Anybody it. seen his neck? I, I see it too. I don't want to Anybody, make fun of the dude, I mean, but like, I I'm so happy to hear you say this because I've never suit, talked about this. He's not this, a suit guy, but like. It just looks so weird next to him. It's like everyone looks like a normal person. Mike is just not. He's <laughs> not Sean in. Sean Payton just looks like what's something. I mean, something's, something's going on something's there. Going, but, but you're an but awesome you're a coach. great coach. Get in there. Yeah, come on down to town. You look we, good on the sidelines, man. Just, Wear I'm, yourself a sweater. I'm, I don't know I'm what's going so on. I'm so happy someone else has seen it. I've never said anything. But is I'm, it a shoulder pad? I it's think, a shoulder maybe, thing, man. Maybe it's a shoulder pad thing. He's is he getting? He's padding the shoulders. Is, is he getting punked? <laughs> Like, check, dude, these were these were really in in 1988. I don't, know, I don't know what it is. He looks real weird on there, but bring him in. 
This is a pro Sean Payton podcast. This is a pro Sean Payton <laughs> podcast. It is. I mean, some of his interviews this offseason or this season while he has not been coaching are the best I've ever seen you know in my he says life. He wants, he's, he's willing to come to Arizona. Oh, my goodness. There's two teams that he's, he's oh, talked about. Oh, nothing would make me happier. Um, yeah, they're going into the bye week if you want to. If it wants to be the good bye week for, for Cliff, that's fine with me. No, they, I, I thought they, they hashed some things out. Kyle, well, anyways, the Kyle, whole point of that <laughs> giant diatribe was the fact that you you look at you look at Kyler and you say, "Well, it's the head coach's fault." I mean that that's been said a lot, so that will be the that's the only thing you can tell yourself when you've paid Russell Wilson what you paid him. Yeah, and you can't get out of the contract. You can't get out of the coach. So right, yep. Uh, running back duds. You know, you had Alvin Kamara. Oh man, the offense is too bad. The offense is too bad to rely on anybody. We talked about, uh, on the playoff primer episode, we talked about both the fact that he has such a good playoff schedule, but then in, when looking at trades, that the run up to that playoff schedule was so tough and bad. I mean, you, you've got Tampa Bay coming up. That's terrible. And then the bye week. So, And then this last week against San Francisco, obviously one of the best defenses, if not the best defense in the league. So it's going to be a tough stretch, but if you can make it to the playoffs with Kamara, I think he'll be phenomenal once they get there. There were there were down weeks from big names. Dalvin Cook and Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey was a tough one. Yeah. It cost me big time in a league. 11 for 32 on the ground, 4 for 17 through the air, didn't score. Yeah, whatever. You're going to move on and you're going to move forward with McCaffrey. Tony Pollard finally slowed down for him, 18 for 60, didn't get into the end zone. I think the big one that – Look, I mean, we said that we wouldn't go away from him yet last week, and we were wrong. You should have. Damian Pierce, five for eight. This offense with Kyle Allen, it was like just a waste. Three plays, and it was either a turnover or mm -hmm. a punt. It was it was the most pathetic offensive performance I've seen in a long, long time, and Damian Pierce just can't do anything you know, Ian uh, Harditz put out the tweet talking about negative six rushing yards before contact on 15 carries. You know, it's hard to lay all of that at Damian P Pierce's feet when the offense has Kyle Allen and nothing. Yeah, the, every single statistic that you saw from the, the Houston Texans side of the ball in that game came in complete and utter garbage time. Uh, you know, Nico Collins ended up with a fine PPR performance all of it came against backups when Tua was sitting, and then it was like, okay, the Texans can score 15, 16 points at the end of that game, whatever they scored. But that was because the game was over at halftime. I mean, this offense was a putrid. But you're going to have to try to find another option. I mean, than Damian Pierce right now. Cleveland, Dallas, Kansas City? Uh, no. No, thank you. I mean, Cleveland. Cleveland should be okay. It's just not going to be. It's not going to be. It's it's very scary. Because of the fact – this game script is what's been hurting them. They get blown out of the water to start the game. And then – I mean, look at look at Tua. We, uh, I doubt we'll bring him up in the in – the we didn't bring him up in the quarterback duds, but – Yeah, he had like 300 yards. Yeah, but he, he had a horrible week. Yeah. I mean, it was like 20 fantasy points against Houston because defensive – one, there was one interception that went down to like the five. You eliminate that drive. There was another that was a fumble recovery return for a touchdown. They pulled him in the middle of the third quarter. If you don't participate in the first couple touchdowns against Houston, you're done. 
Yeah, it's it's wild how bad a matchup it is for quarterbacks, even though they are not good at stopping uh, the they, air yeah. game. But but this this week, if there's ever a franchise, a team, a crowd that's going to get up for a matchup, having Voldemort come to town, maybe sure. Damian Pierce is a little Dumbledore. Maybe this week, <sighs> guys, guys, <laughs> no. I, I, yeah, look, I, I agree, but I don't think anything would make me happier oh. this weekend yes. than seeing the Texans <laughs> just, just vanquish. Yeah, yeah that's oh, good. Spelliamus. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Antonio Gibson had a horrible, horrible, horrible week. Yes, he did. Wide receivers, the big disappointment, Terry McLaurin. Yep. Uh, four for 48 in this game. Curtis Samuel, zero targets. Jahan Dotson, one target. Um. You know, variance happens at wide receiver. It was Atlanta. When you had and Brian had, Robinson scored the touchdown. There's someone else. Who was the other passing touchdown? Or Bates. Touchdown? Yeah. Yeah. What are we doing there? Throw that to the Terry. motel, as I call him. Uh, I Mike like Evans, I like two for thirty-one. Tyler, avoid two for thirty-one on nine targets. Sorry, personal gripes. Uh, Tyler, Tyler Void. I like Tyler that. Avoid. Oh yeah, his time is probably done. You know, what's funny is the splits before this season of Tyler Boyd when he was missing either Jamar Chase or T. Higgins was great. He had, you know, 75% of his games were basically a wide receiver three or better. Uh, and then this season, his splits, he was really was good. Say, get ready for when Chase gets back, he'll have a blow up game. Yeah, I was going to say he was really good this season when the other two guys were on the field and now has been bad with them off. So I, I don't think it's someone that you can't play especially Kansas City coming up usually the offenses on the other side end up with a lot of counting points because you got to keep up but it, it doesn't feel good these, these are a couple dud games from Boyd Debo Samuel got banged up in this one three for 43 came off the field I think he came back in Christian Kirk four for 46 on nine targets it was a Zay Jones game Juju this one was my one fade of the week that did yeah. something uh, positive no, you, for, you for were, a fantasy player. You were correct on this one. He was returning from the concussion, and they were using him sparingly. Like This was not a Juju was out there the whole entire time and just somehow had a terrible game. No, he was a part-time player. Juju, uh, before going down to injury, 86% of snaps, 88% of snaps, 83% of snaps, got injured um, a couple weeks ago where he only played 38% of the snaps. This week, he was back on the field, played 38% of the snaps. We, at one point in the game, Mike and I were watching, we're like, is Juju not not playing? Right. Like, we hadn't noticed him on the field. We hadn't seen him, and then we, and then he, he got in and, and was involved. But what do you do going forward? Obviously, you would, you would expect him to eventually it's, go back it's to a, a bench. starter, right? It's a bench situation until um, he goes out and gives a good fantasy performance for me because – He's not the type of player like DeAndre Hopkins coming back into your lineup that you he's integral to the game plan. Like they can build a game plan around MVS, Sky Moore, um you know, three different tight ends. To me this was just like, you know, a different uh like even Kelsey after the touchdown, it kind of went away from Kelsey. It was sure. a lot of MVS, the the defense was focusing on the tight ends. Me personally, on the road the next 2 weeks against Cincinnati and Denver, I'm going to wait. If if I can get some clarity from the team, like this week, Andy Reid could come out and say, you know, we were just being extra cautious. We'll put him back to full time. I would play him then against the Bengals, because if you're not willing to play him against the Bengals, against the Broncos, that's a tough play. Then you have the Houston 
the matchup after that, which we've kind of laid out the there's risky business here. That's that's three straight weeks that you're going to be nervous to play Juju. Yeah, I mean, and and that's okay. I mean, right. I feel like at this point point of the year, he's in that category of the like the aforementioned Zay Jones and Darius Slayton, mm -hmm. where you're like you're going to play the best matchup situation for those wide receivers and just let the chips fall and agreed uh gabe davis four for 38 not a big day on thanksgiving drake london two for 29 it's greatest game of his career with marcus mariota that was super disappointing first game without kyle pitts you'd hope that he'd step up and and uh, you know demand more targets four targets josh palmer five for 56 underutilized in this one george kittle three for 26 tyler higby yeah full goose Oh boy, Mike. I Higby know. and Juwan Johnson Goose. Yep. Those are oh. like your two love children. Mike, Higby goes to Seattle. <laughs> what do you do? Uh who's the quarterback? That, it's Tyler, not gonna be Matthew Stafford. Tyler Higby, that was I I kinda talked about him on Sunday Live of with everything that had happened to the team, it was he was a terrifying start. Jawan Johnson. Did you see him get hit in the face? Hey, uh McVeigh? No, no, no. <laughs> Yes, no, yeah. I saw McVeigh. Yeah, I say, and I, that was a brutal hit. Yeah. yeah, that was like a like you should see a chiropractor. Um, no, I'm talking about Juwan Johnson. Oh, the ball hit him in the face. The yes. ball hit him in the face. I was going to highlight. He, he would have scored that. He had the two targets and but, uh, but a, face a nasty uh, should have caught. He had an end zone target. That ball he never should have been thrown. Yes, and yet was right on him, and it could have been a touchdown. Yeah, there was the defender's hand kind of face guarded him, and he was on track to. B. Juwan Johnson was just, just nothing but a touchdown on the weekend, and he gave you nothing. Why don't defenders just put their – they always put their hand in between the ball. They should just go up and guard their eyes. You can't see they, the they ball. They've done it, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I wanted it to be the first one where the ball gets stuck in the face mask for, for a touchdown. <laughs> oh, well, like Unnecessary roughness. Yeah, 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 that would have been amazing. Dawson, necessary, necessary roughness. Yeah. Dawson Knox well, and Greg the, the, Dulcich uh, both were disasters. Uh, for Juwan Johnson was a goose. It, Taysom Hill – what do you make of this? This was the first weekend after the team had said he's going to be more involved. We got to get him back out there, and it was just a complete dud for him as well. The, the offense had zero points going into the fourth quarter. I mean, this was a dis, a disgusting offensive performance against San Francisco, a great defense. Um, you just don't know. It's like Taysom Hill's the guy that once – if you're playing the game of taking him out and putting him back in – I mean, wh who are you taking him out for? Are you taking him out for Higby? Taking him out for Juwan Johnson? You right. taking him out for Dulcich or Knox? I feel like you're just kind of stuck. They they and had, hope they have a better offensive performance. They had zero points entering the fourth quarter because they in fact left the game. Did they with zero points? Oh, they never scored. They did. Not. I, that's right because they uh, Kamara fumbled on the one yes. centimeter line. Yeah, this is the third week in a row that Taysom Hill's been over forty percent of snaps and. That has not been translating to fantasy success. Yeah, so he was the one who passed that ball to Olave, Kyle? Yes, sadly. I, oh, the, the, the NFL the needs catch, to no fix catch. this. I mean, there's a common sense element to these receptions that needs to change. When you catch the ball, which means securing the ball in a clear and obvious way, and then make moves, and then go to the ground, and I'm, I'm talking about the Hunter Henry play, you had the sure. Friermuth play, the or no, sorry, Jesse James play from years ago. Right. The Alave play. That you had a brutal. You had uh, several this weekend where it's like you're making it harder NFL on yourself than you need to with the, trying to letter of the law this idea that a catch represents 
you know, securing the ball and then taking two steps and then going to the ground. Like I feel like they have to have some kind of rule base. Otherwise, it's all they keep editing the rule of the catch and they you just my, can't get it. My right. problem is, is the, the the whole kind of like intellectual dishonesty of the ground can't cause a fumble ordinarily. The knee going the knee makes you down. So you secure the ball and your knee goes to the ground. That's your down moment once you know you're secure. Then you go through the end of the catch, or sorry, the end of the tackle. It's just so ambiguous that everybody with your eyeballs knows. And I know you do have to write something down and say, hey, this is how we're going to enforce it. Mm -hmm. But if all the eyeballs say one thing and your rule says something else, you have to go. And that's why they've had to go to the drawing board on this, what, three, four, five times? It's just a common sense thing where, like, especially that Olave play, like, caught, secured, put in running formation, knee down, still not a catch. Yep. Let's fix that and let's fix the uh, the toe heel. Toe heel tap. Get that crap oh, out that of here. You know what sucks, was so man. funny about the toe heel is that we had a similar play. Yes. Who was it? That I can't remember who caught, caught the touchdown on the sideline where his, his shin came Maybe, down. Yeah, his, it was like Marvin his, Jones. Was it Marvin? His, his ankle bone. Yes. Touched down yep. right before his knee hit out, and that counted. That was yeah. a touchdown. But if it was his foot and his heel had hit out, it would have been a no catch. Why don't you just change it to college rules? Let's get one foot. No, Let's I'm, make it more exciting. I'm, I'm good with two feet, but it's like if you touch. Two feet or two you, toes, Mike? Two, toe, two toes, different feet. So you can you want the you want the uh, heel. Yeah, give me two toes, one yeah. foot. You yeah. want the heel. Because that's just one foot. Heel without foot to count. Yes. So any part of the like foot, if, if your if your two toes extremity. come down and then your heels come down in, but you were clearly in with your toes, that should be a catch. To but me. what about the the back heel thing? You don't have to finish the step if you're going backwards. I don't think. Or what do you mean? Yeah, that's the that's yeah, the controversy right what, now. What is, Mike's saying is that if you catch it with your toes down and then your heel comes down out of that bounds, should be a catch to me. Be, Mike saying you, it should be you a catch you because if it was the opposite room. direction and you. Put the two toes down. Two toes is enough for a completed. What about shoelaces? The ground. What do we do with shoelaces? Mm, nope. If you, if you untie they, your shoe, does that, that, that count? would be really dangerous. I think you'd have but a lot might of be players worth it. out of there. Really long shoelaces, like <laughs> four or five feet long. What's his? Uh, what's his face? The quarterback could come back. Drag the lace from Michigan. Denard Robinson. Yeah. What do you have? A shoelace catch? Yeah. Well, he, no, he always played with his shoes untied. Why do you do that? Oh, oh, I don't like, know. That's like Mike. You know how many times over the last five or six years I've gone, Mike, your shoe's untied. And he's like, yeah. Okay. That's the During style. a pickleball During game. During a pickleball game. Yeah. That was, yeah, I do it on purpose. No, I don't do it on purpose. That's because the, the shoe just won't stay tied. And I'm like, I'm so not going to double give up. You yeah. give up right yep. in the middle. That's been, what that is? You I, won't wait, double knot? Wait, 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 wait. I've been defeated. You said I'm not going to double knot no. like there is some problem. I got to go way down there? You're. You're anti double knot? I don't want to double knot the shoes, man. What's wrong with a double knot? That's it's, like so cop when I'm doing sports, you know what I do? Right. Double knot. I double knot my So shoes. that your shoes aren't untied during the match. Right. Yeah. Well, look, some people want to be a dork. <laughs> uh you lost your fantasy uh week on that Olave catch no catch? It cost me a week, yeah. And how'd you feel about that play? Was that was it a catch to you? It was a catch and I just I get to join you in sadness, Andy, this week. <laughs> see, yeah. I I, com I completely see what Andy is saying on the intellectual honesty and when I saw the play, I oh, thought no catch. Like I but I thought no catch based upon the rules. He didn't get a third it, it was it was two feet, no football move. It was three feet. 
Go watch it. No, I I, I watched it this morning <laughs> after too. you said that, and I yeah. almost commented back, but I knew you were having a hard morning, so I just left it be. But um, he yeah. was three. Well, and his knee hit the ground after the two. If the knee hit, yeah, I'll watch agree, it. Again, but ag- agree, agree to, to disagree. <laughs> two full steps and then falling to the ground, where yes, your legs do hit the ground when you fall to the ground. Didn't complete it through, but by rule. I didn't, like, when it was being reviewed, I thought that won't be a catch. So I wasn't surprised when it was overturned. But by did the human being catch this football like that rule, yeah, I, I believe he caught the ball. So, you know, you go you go to the, the rules if you can, but I just don't know that you're ever going to be able to get it perfect. Yeah, well, that's because they use language like uh, perform any act common to the game after the catch. Falling I mean, down that, is very common to the game. What, so by the by that rule. I mean, that literally, that's how it's written up. It's perform any act common to the game, tuck the ball away, extend it forward, take an additional step, turn up field, avoid or ward off an opponent, and what maintains if, the ball while he does that. What if we just had, like, a child <laughs> in the booth, and you go, hey, kid. Was that a catch? Did you catch that? Every game. And then the kid will go, yeah. <laughs> It'll be really easy. A child. Yeah. That's actually a really good. <laughs> the catch good, child. The, ca- the one. And then the, you only Every get. Every game. You get two. You get like a two-year window of being the catch child. Because yeah. eventually that you'll, child's going to get big-headed. Big yeah. And he's going to start well, questioning himself. You'll get all skeptical. Yeah, it's like, got to be. at the world. Got to be young enough. I'm thinking like four, five. Yeah. You're out at six. Well, you, you have to. They have to be able to catch themselves. That's fair. That is absolutely to fair. To know what a catch is. Yes. And once they know. They can be brought up to the booth and paid big money to be the catch child. The catch child is the <laughs> is the future. I just want this catch child to have to be talking to the referees through the the headset and the booth from his catch child drone. Uh, yeah. uh, yes. Catch child, it's a catch. <laughs> <laughs> just goes, goes over the loudspeaker. <laughs> Yeah, they don't. They don't have the the main ump uh, announce that they go. Okay, uh, we're gonna go to the catch child. Uh, uh, yes. He did not catch the ball. <laughs> no dropsies. Perfect. I think we. I think solved we solved the, the problem. Yeah. That is it for today's episode. Waivers tomorrow. Streamers tomorrow. Recovery for the rest of the day. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. See we you tomorrow. You. Or enjoy the game tonight too. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Footballers Podcast. Join our fantasy football community on jointhefoot.com and follow us on Twitter at the FFBallers.